Good evening. Welcome to the podcast to fall asleep to. I'm Jimmy Joe. And I'm here to talk about things until you take this train to Sleepy Town. I modified my normal introduction because I am not yet ready to go back to talking about things that are unimportant and uninteresting. I will be at some point. Maybe I'll talk about those things and then talk about important things again. I don't know. What I have done on this show for over a hundred episodes is important to me. Because as many of you have told me, as you've reached out to me or left nice reviews. This show does help people relax and fall asleep and escape temporarily from the stresses of the world. And I'm glad that I can provide that to the world. That's why I make this show. That's my motivation. I'm certainly not getting paid in any meaningful way for any of this. I mean, like this week there's a sponsor, but you know, even that stuff it doesn't 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 offset what I put into it. But no, I do it for the people. But I have a whole back catalog of over hundred episodes that if you need that kind of content right now, you can listen to any of those to relax, fall asleep. For some people, it's less about the words and more about how I say them. So uh, I'll keep talking like this. But I think right now, the people, the world, is better served if I continue talking about important things. So that's what I'm doing tonight. White privilege is something that's come up recently that I think is often a misunderstood concept. Simply, the idea of white privilege does not suggest that being white means that you don't have any difficulty It just means that you don't have these specific difficulties that all non-white people have. That's the privilege. Some people seem to hear white privilege and think that it would suggest that white people are all as privileged as 
the richest, most privileged among us. But again, that's not what it means. That word privilege. It's the best way to describe the situation. But some mistake it to mean the most extreme forms of privilege. White privilege does not mean that no white people have worked hard to earn the things they have and to get to where they are. It does not mean that no white people face many difficulties in their lives. It just means that among those difficulties are not the difficulties that every single non-white person faces. That's it. Those of us who are not white face certain difficulties that white people do not. That's it. I think I said that much more eloquently the first time I recorded this episode. I'm gonna... I wasn't going to, but it's late and... I don't know that I can keep my frustration out of my voice. Or keep myself from maybe accidentally rushing through things because I'll now have gone through this multiple times. But I recorded and edited this episode and was bouncing the file to upload onto the internet. And the software crashed, and that file doesn't exist. The ad that I put in the episode does, but the file for the episode I recorded does not, because garbage band software should be called, should actually be called Garbage Band, which is what I said the first time. Anyway, I'll probably be looking into new software to use, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, sorry if I sound frustrated or rushed, or if some of my points aren't super cohesive, Trying to remember everything from the previous recording because I felt like it was actually quite good and I might screw up the flow of things uh, because I'm trying to remember everything from before. I've told the story on the show before that I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on the show that I'm going to tell again because it's it was the best response to someone that I've seen from someone who's just been informed that they uh, were having some racist behavior. I was on a movie and one of our white crew members, when she spoke with some of our Chinese and Chinese-American crew members, or cast members, excuse me. 
specifically the ones who had accents because English was not their first language and they learned it and had accents. She would start to mimic their accents and, a, and sounded just super racist. It's, it was reminiscent of many of the racist accents done by uh, people in Yellowface in the history of Hollywood. It was just bad. And so another crew member who happened to be Chinese-American, uh, and then I'm not Chinese, but I, uh, I am Korean-American, I'm East Asian. Me and this other crew member uh, said something to the, the white girl one day about how it was kind of racist that she was doing that accent thing. And she was surprised and horrified because she was not aware of what she was doing, which is not uncommon. Uh, people sometimes mirror speech patterns that they're around. Not in a conscious way, and that's what I believe was happening. And she was apologetic and vowed to do better moving forward. And she did. And I think the important thing is that she wanted to know better. I think much as people sometimes hear white privilege and think of the most extreme forms of privilege and think that that must be what that, that term means. I think sometimes people hear racism and they think of the most extreme forms of racism. The KKK, public lynchings, and... I think some people think that racism is only those things, those most extreme forms of racism. And some people think, well, I'm not a member of the Klan, and I've never wanted to hurt someone of a different race or ethnicity, and I recognize that those things are bad, so obviously I'm not racist. But racism is really a lot more than that. Racism is so big. It's such a part of our lives, of our society, of the systems and institutions we live with every day. Today's episode is sponsored in part by PetFlow. You can use PetFlow at PetFlow.com. And it is a website for ordering your pet's food or toys or treats. They have great brands, including foods that producers Moose and Melvin love to eat. They have a very convenient system on which you can schedule your deliveries based on your pet's specific needs. And I think my favorite thing about PetFlow.com is their Good Deeds program in which they donate food 
two shelters for animals with every box that they ship out. Head over to PetFlow.com. Get your things for your animals. Use the promo code SLEEP16. That is the word SLEEP16 for 16% off your first order. That's SLEEP16 promo code for 16% off your first order. Sleep 16. As a person of color, racism is not something that I can avoid. Well, no one can really avoid it, but it's not something that I can avoid, that I can be unaware of. In many ways, because... It is thrust upon me. I am most commonly the victim of racism rather than the perpetrator. But sometimes I am the perpetrator. And I don't mean to be. And the thing is, if someone tells me that an idea I have or a behavior that I'm exhibiting is racist. My gut might say, my gut instinct might be to justify my ideas or my behaviors and to rationalize them and to prove that I'm not racist because in my heart, I don't feel racist. I don't want to be racist. And I generally, living my day-to-day life, assume that my actions reflect what's in my heart. But that doesn't always happen. And I don't think I have unintentionally mocked or done a, a racist accent to people I'm talking to. But I'm sure I've done things, I'm sure I've said things, I'm sure I've thought things that are racist. And in the instances when someone can point that out to me, I strive to be like my friend from that movie who said, who recognized that she was unaware of her racist behavior and made an effort to understand better and to do better. That's what I want to do. I want to understand so that I can do better. And I think we can all have that goal. I don't have the luxury of being able to simply understand racism. I am forced to experience it. But I do have the ability to better understand racism because my experience is much different than the experience of many other kinds of people. 
And I want to understand what those other kinds of people are going through. Because I'm not going to be able to make the world better for them or for myself unless I put in a little bit of effort. Because being nice and having a good heart and wanting the world and myself to not be racist, that will only get me so far. But I'm still a part of a society that was built and continues to run on so much racism that I have to actively be a part of taking that apart and rebuilding it with those around, with the members of my community, of my society. So I'm working to try to educate myself, to listen, to read. Specifically, I'm trying to listen to black voices, read, watch. Because as we've been saying, black lives matter. Those are the ones that are facing this immediate threat of violence right now. Those are the ones that we have to make sure are protected. We have to make sure that our structures, our systems, our institutions can acknowledge the simple fact that black lives matter. And we can do that largely by having red by black people and about racism I am going to put some links in the show notes to different books about uh, that can help us understand racism I'll say right now uh, one is a tweet from Victoria Alexander uh, her username is Victoria A-L-X-N-D-R and she's actually broken it down she has her anti-racist lit uh, starter kit the intermediate kit uh, some topic specifics and biographies non-fiction and personal narratives so this might be a great place to start. And actually, I am coincidentally reading one of the books on the starter kit right now. Or rereading, I should say. And actually, this one happens to not be by a black author. So I gotta, I'll, I'm going to pick another one of these books to also read while I read this. One that is by a black author. But I'm reading Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. I've read it before as a student, but like many things I read as a student, I skimmed a lot of it. I read it very quickly in a way that I didn't uh, absorb as much as I would have liked. 
This was not due to lack of interest. This was due to uh, lack of time due to the, uh, the nature of my class schedule and extracurriculars at the time. Sorry, Mr. Koshi. There's also a Stamped from the Beginning by Ibram X. Kendu. The Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America. That's what's on the book cover. It's a New York Times bestseller. That might be the book I pick. Uh, also, White Fragility, great book. I mean, it seems like a great book relative to this topic. I actually haven't read that one either. But it says on the cover, why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism. That seems like a great book. By Robin D'Angelo. And rounding out the starter kit is So You Want to Talk About Race. Um, but there's a lot of, all of these books look really good. How to Be an Anti-Racist. The New Jim Crow. That's supposed to be really, really good. I haven't seen this one before, actually. Lies My Teacher Told Me, but uh, I'd be very interested in that. I was studying to be an education, uh, or to be a teacher at one point in my life. And ultimately, I didn't do that. But lately, I've been reminiscing on what I learned as I was studying to be a teacher. I got pretty far in that program, and and in my experience as an educator, I was a teaching assistant and a substitute teacher for a while. And on my education itself, and it's, uh, it's kind of that's the things that I've remembered. I'd be very interested to read this book. This might be another book I throw in my personal uh, things that I'm going to read. Oh, Becoming by Michelle Obama. It's a good one. Excuse me. Um, I actually listened to that on audiobook, which she uh, reads herself, She's, which is great. And that's, uh, yeah, I think most libraries are closed, but I know for LA, at least, the LA Public Library. Their ebooks are available if you have an e-reader, or their audiobooks, which is might be easier for some people. So that's a a great way also to uh, read some of this. As you know, books can be expensive, but if you can access anything through a library, that's always good. Anyway, um, yeah. So. Uh, Sorry if the pacing or anything in this episode was weird. Again, I was... This is not the first time I've tried to do this because of some technical difficulties. But I think that the most important thing that we can do right now, that many of us can do right now, is to try and better understand racism. Uh, because although most of the people I know sort of were all on the same page about uh, our understanding and our, our knowledge of a lot of these things, 
when I hear or see people disagreeing with a lot of simple common ideas, for example, Black Lives Matter, or uh, trying to deny the fact of white privilege, I think that the resistance to those ideas stems from a lack of understanding. And it doesn't have to. And if everyone makes an effort to try to understand our society better, then we will be better able to improve it for everyone. All right, well, let's hope this file doesn't crash and delete itself permanently. Trust me, I looked into all the ways to save it. I opened up the file components and all that. It was just gone. So, anyway, thank you for listening. I hope that I'll be able to get back to the stupid boring stuff soon. But until then... I'm Jimmy Joe. And as always, Black Lives Matter.